you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. Week to week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure that is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. Thank you for your worship, your response. Thank God for what he's already done in the house, but God's not finished. Amen. I'm honored tonight to bring Brother Isaac Sanchez to this pulpit to preach. He hasn't preached here in a while we've moved into the new building and I recognized I think this may be his first time to preach in this building tonight he uh, of course has just been pouring his heart and soul into the work in Lafayette and uh, they are growing and great things are happening and uh, I caught a little bit of online today and saw that he was uh, preaching there today and playing double duty and here he is back tonight back in the pulpit are you ready to preach with the preacher tonight would you welcome would you welcome this fine young man? He's doing a great job. We love and appreciate him so very much and all the work that he's doing. Brother Isaac Sanchez, make him feel welcome tonight. He deserves all the glory and honor. Keep praising him. Keep clapping your hands. God is in this building. He's already shown up. Since God is in this building, anything can happen. I said anything can happen. If you got a sickness in your body, I got a God that can heal that sickness. If you got a problem in life, I got a God and his name is Jesus and he can fix it. You got marriage problems, I got a God that knows how to fix it. He can rescue you out of divorce. You got an addiction, I got a mighty God. I got a God that can rescue you out of the addiction. You got any circumstance that you might be going through, I got a God. His name is Jesus. All you got to say is call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So anytime that you get into trouble, anytime that you find in a situation that you don't find an answer, it seems that you're up against the wall. It seems that the enemy has put you up against a corner. It seems like you can't run anywhere else. But as soon as you call on the name of the Lord, as soon as you call on your daddy, as soon as you call on his name, Jesus Christ, he's going to come to your rescue. So anything can happen because he is here tonight. Amen. Amen. It is an honor to be here tonight with all of you. I want to give honor to my pastor and his wife, Brother 
and Sister Jordan, to me, they're a second family, really. I love them and appreciate them very much. I appreciate and love his family. He has three great boys. One amazing talent backing me up here. Thank you. Um, has, uh, Dylan has an amazing ministry, an amazing talent. He's, he's out there evangelizing, doing everything for the work of the Lord. And, and I, I give him honor. I also give uh, honor to Brother Spencer Jordan. I don't know if he's here tonight. But that boy is doing an amazing job with Lebanon, pastoring and everything. God has an amazing call on his life. Also, I give honor to their oldest son, Gentry. He is the newly elected uh, youth leader for the section. And I'm so happy for him. And he beat me to it. He got married first before I did. So my time's coming. <clears throat> amen, amen. I believe it. You watch. God is an answering prayer. He answers prayer. But I truly love their family. They've made me feel at home. I also want to give honor to the assistant pastor and the music directors of this church, brother and sister Lytle. Thank you so much for everything that you do. It's not easy to direct music and to do music. And, and with the talent that they have, it's amazing. But one thing is for sure, they got anointing because without the anointing, It'll be dead. But thank God for leaders that you have that are anointed. A pastor that doesn't only... It's all right. But I'm thankful for them, for a man that, that not only does he speak it, he walks it. He doesn't get up here and tell you something that he's never been through before. I'm thankful for men of God that still listen and obey the voice of the Lord. Because that's what we need. More men like that. And I want to give honor to my parents, to my family that are here. They're all, they've always been behind me, supporting me in anything. And always uh, been there for me. And I just uh, want to give them honor. And thank you to them as well. <laughs> Last but not least... Definitely not least, but I want to thank everyone that is here, all COC, Christian Life Church, and again include the pastor, Brother Jordan, everything that COC has done, everything that you guys have supported us at The Rock, we appreciate you. On behalf of my family, the Sanchez family, we thank you. We, we truly thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Who's ready to, get, to dive into the word of the Lord? Who's ready to hear what the Lord wants to speak to us tonight? I don't know why I got a smile, but all I know is something good is about to happen. If you have your Bibles, I, I, I want you to open your, book, your Bible to the book of Acts, chapter 16. Book of Acts, chapter 16, verse 22. I appreciate Brother Dylan backing me up and uh, getting with me. And at least I know I have one supporting me and the family supporting me as well. But if you don't get with it, I'm going to start pre preaching in Spanish. 
¿Cuántos dicen gloria a Dios? ¿Cuántos dicen aleluya? If you don't get with it, I believe your pastor is so anointed. Our pastor is so anointed that the, the gifts of the Spirit are about to start operating. He's going to give the, the tongues of interpretation if I start speaking in Spanish. So, amen, amen, amen. The book of Acts chapter 16, and I'll start on verse 22. The Bible says, and the multitude rose up together against them. And the magistrates ran off their clothes and commanded to beat them. The Bible is talking here about Paul and Silas. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly, I just want to take a brief pause for a moment and say that when you begin to praise God in the middle of your circumstance, there's something that's about to happen. Something will shake the foundations of your situation. The word of the Lord continues to say, suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors, not some, but all the doors were open and everyone's hand, bands were loosed. And the keeper of the prison awaking out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself supposing that the prisoners had fled. I want to stop there for a moment and I just want to turn to your attention to Psalms 34. You don't have to go there, but it's a scripture that everyone is familiar with. Psalms 34 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. It doesn't say on the good days only. It doesn't say on the bad days only. It doesn't say when I feel like it. It doesn't say when everything seems to go my way, I'm going to praise him. The Bible says, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. COC, I wonder if you can just magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. If we can put our Bibles down and close our eyes and begin to magnify the, the name of the Lord. Lord, you're worthy. Lord, te necesito, Señor. Necesito que me unjas de la punta de I believe before we leave here tonight, there's somebody that is going to be revived. There's somebody that is going to receive not only a blessing but a double portion. God has already been moving, but who's ready for a double portion of the Holy Ghost? Who's ready for a double portion of an outpouring of the anointing of the Holy Ghost? Before you're seated, turn to your neighbor. And say, I will bless the Lord at all times. And tell them, 
Your praise is important to God. God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. 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 God is good all the time. We find here in the word of the Lord where there were two anointed men of God. They were doing everything right. They were preaching the gospel. They were praying. They were fasting. They were going everywhere around the world, teaching and making disciples. And then people heard of them. They, 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 everyone heard of all the miracles that were being done. They heard of all the, the miracles, signs and wonders, which I believe that we are still living in an age where miracles, signs and wonders are still happening. And all of a sudden... The multitude, the Bible says that the multitude rose up against them. And the magistrates, they got a hold of them. And they took their clothes off. They ripped them. And they began to beat them over and over. And they put them in a prison. And the Bible says that they were there in the prison. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the Bible says that the prisoners heard them. We're living in the world right now where it's all about influences. Young people are being influenced by other people. The biggest influence that I find is music. You take a look at a young person's phone or anyone's phone and it's full of music. People are being influenced by something. If you ask any professional athlete and you interview them and ask them how is it that you became so great or whatnot. And they'll tell you, I grew up watching so-and-so, and it impacted my life to be just like them. Ask any, any, anyone else, maybe a singer or a musician, and they'll tell you, I grew up listening to so-and-so, which inspired me to work on my music, which inspired me to sing and continue and pursue this. Even preachers, even young ministers, you ask them, how is it that, that you got into ministry? And they will tell you, at least for me, I can tell you that I had someone there that I, that, that I looked up, up, look up to. And I wanted to be like them. And they had an influence in my life. Young people, I, I just want to pause for a moment and say, be careful who your influences are. Be careful who your influences are. And never be ashamed of the gospel. Never be ashamed of who you are. Never be ashamed of how you talk. Never be ashamed of how you dress. Never be ashamed of how you act. Be proud of the apostolic identity and the doctrine that God has given you. But, the, but, but what I see is a lot of us, we're, we're, we're influenced. We're influenced by many things. We're influenced by someone to do something. And here, as I was reading, I've read this passage many times over and over. And I'm very careful, Pastor, to even say that the Lord spoke. But I truly believe that the Lord laid this on my heart when I was reading it. There was one, it was about a year or two years ago. 
But I was reading this passage and the Lord spoke. I felt something because I could never ever figure this out on my, no, my own. But the Lord impressed upon me that while Paul and Silas were in the prison, they were singing and they were giving praises to the Lord. That the prisoners heard them. But as I was reading later on, right there on verse 27, the Bible says, And the keeper of the prison awaking out of his sleep. This is where the Lord spoke to me. And he said, your praise matters. Your praise can influence even a person that has been next to you spiritually dead or asleep. You can influence somebody out of their sleep. And you can revive a person through the midst, through your praise, through your testimony. I'm here to tell you, church, I'm here to encourage someone that if you find yourself going through something, never stop giving God all the glory. Never stop giving him praises. Never stop singing about the goodness of God. But rather, you continue to do that and influence someone because you never know. Someone is always watching. They're always watching how you act. There's always watching you, how you portray yourself. They're always seeing you on what you're doing and if they see you that may be going through a circumstance but yet nevertheless you keep praising God that's going to motivate them and say what kind of God are you serving they're going to ask a question why do you keep serving God if you're going through this uh, you will answer and tell them Bob let me tell you God has brought me through worse situations than this before and he's going to do it again and whatever you're going through I believe that God is going to do it for you as well your praise matters because you can influence someone around you. There have been many people that have gone overseas and been missionaries and done great works. And many young people aspire to be like them. And yet they run into a situation where they feel, they, 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 they run into a situation, a bump in the road where they, nothing is going their way. It seems like there's no revival. But yet they hear the testimony of a missionary. And they would have never guessed, at least for me, there is a preacher that I heard one time. I would have never guessed, some of you might be familiar, Brother Elias Limones. But he, was he just recently preached about this and said that he went through cancer. He had cancer in his throat. Never in a million years would I have guessed that was happening. Because the way the man carried himself, because of the way that he still praised God in the midst of a situation, because the way he still gave God all glory and honor, despite the disease, he still gave God all glory and honor. And let me tell you today, they did a surgery on him. They removed uh, what I believe is his vocal cords just to get, get, to get the, the, the tumor out of there. And the doctor said, you'll never speak. You'll never speak ever again. We, we've done this procedure. And sure enough, they did the procedure. 
and he was not able to speak. But that did not stop him from praying every morning. It did not stop him. And one morning, would you believe that the man was able to speak? He was able to cry out to God in the midst of a situation. Let me tell you something, church. When you find yourself in a situation, and as long as you keep praising God, as long as you keep worshiping, as long as you keep being faithful, doors are going to open. The Bible says that Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And then suddenly there was an earthquake so that the foundations of the prisons were shaken. And immediately all the doors were open. Let me tell you, when you start praising God in the middle of a prison, doors of opportunity, doors of healing, doors of restoration, doors... They're going to begin to open up like you've never imagined it before. Because that's the kind of God that I serve. Because praise attracts God. I want to speak to someone that may find their, themselves in a situation. It may feel like you're in a prison and then trapped. You may feel that all your friends, even in ministry, they could turn on you. Even your loved ones, they could even start talking behind you, behind your back. Even people may make, make up stuff, whatever it may be. You may even not be even making enough money to make ends meet, to pay the bills. You may have gone, have gone to the doctor and have gotten a bad report. And it feels like there's nothing, nothing is going right. That all chaos has, chaos has been loose. And it feels like you're stuck and you're trapped in a prison, in a dark prison. But brother and sister, young people, elders, hear me today. That God has not brought you to a prison to become a prisoner and stay there. God has not brought you to a prison so you can stay stuck in bondage. Let me tell you why God has brought you through a prison. The Bible says that even the keeper of the prison awoke out of his sleep. It was in the middle of the night. If I was sleeping, I'm, I'm a hard sleeper and you can't wake me up. It's the truth. I pray, God, when my wife goes into labor, speak to me and wake me up. Because she won't be able to wake me up. But the Bible says that even the keeper of the prison awoke out of his sleep. Let me tell you that God has never purposed for you to go into a prison and die there. The Bible later continues on and says that Paul and Silas told them, don't kill yourself. As you can see, we're all still human. And later on that night, Paul and Silas continue to do what they were doing, preaching the gospel, making disciples. The Bible says that the, the keeper of that prison, him and his house, they all believed in the message of the Lord Jesus Christ and they were all baptized. You may ask Brother Sanchez, what are you trying to get to? What I'm trying to get to is that God never purposed for you to come into a prison and stay there. God purposed for you to go into a prison. 
And as they're beating you up, you may be chained up. You may be bound up. But as long as you're singing, you're going to influence those around you. And prisoners that have been stuck there. They've been in that situation for years and years. And they're seeing a testimony of a young man, of a young lady, that no matter what the enemy does to them, no matter what trial, they are blessing the Lord at all times. God never intended for you to dwell in a prison. God intended for you to grab those and come out of the prison and witness and save those. Save those that have been stuck in bondage. God never intended for you to stay in a prison chained up. God intended for you to bless him at all times. God intended for you to get those prisoners out of there in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, there are people that are going to be revived in the name of Jesus through the power of the Holy Ghost. There are ministries that are about to be revived in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter how bound up you may, may have been. It doesn't matter how long you've been in the prison. But I'm here to tell you that it is time for you to stand back up on your feet and start giving God praises. The psalmist said it best. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. Pastor, I may be in a prison, but I'm not going to be there for much longer because I got a God. I got a God. I, I got a God, and his name is Jesus. I got a God that when you call on his name, when you call on his Honey, I don't care how long you've been in a prison, but God's going to get you out of there as long as you keep praising. God's going to do a work. God's going to do a work. If you, like, if you feel like you've been stuck and you've never been able to move out, look to your neighbor. And if he's praising God, look to him for guidance and influence. Look to these men, these men that are an amazing example. You will never know what they've been through because every time that I see them, they're... You're worthy. You're worthy. I will bless the Lord at all times. You may be seated. Pastor, I enjoyed that time that we had you guys over for dinner. I'm not, I'm not here to boast, but I guess I am in some way. My mom makes best chimichangas ever. Love you, mom. I love the time. A fellowship that we've had. And I, I've loved it. I love spending time and getting to know one another. The stories that I heard. I would have never known had you not told me about the things that you guys have been through. I would have never known. Because I always see this man right over here praising God. I always see him lifting up the name of Jesus. And you would never know if he's having a bad day. But that's a man that is anointed of God that has made up in his mind that I will bless the Lord at all times. 
He's been faced with circumstances and situations. He's been faced where the enemy has tried to take the lives of his son, but the enemy was never successful. He's been in a room where his son was with cancer, but yet he said, get up. We're going to pray and bless the Lord. It doesn't matter if we're having a good day or a bad day. But as for me and my house, we're going to... I'm going to bless the Lord at all times. It don't matter. And when they started blessing the Lord, when they started praising God, that young man is still here. Still here because of the grace and mercy of God. And because they praised God. They didn't stay stuck in a prison. Rather, they used that as a testimony to reach to others. You should never be ashamed of the gospel. You should never be intimidated by a prison. Or when you're stuck in a situation, you should never be afraid or embarrassed to praise God. Ooh, they might see me. Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to speak in tongues because I don't want them to think I'm weird. Oh, I don't want to lift up my hands. Pastor, you were talking about it the other day, Wednesday night. Those that were here Wednesday, you, you, God bless you. Those that weren't, you missed an incredible Bible study. Incredible. But pastor, you even said it yourself, we can't take lightly for the things that we do regularly. Like for once, praying over our food. What is it with? Nose goes. I am praying. Are you going, are you going to pray? We should never be ashamed. There are other people in different countries that don't have the opportunity to pray. Let me get to what I'm trying to tell you. Never be embarrassed to praise God in a prison. Because if you are embarrassed and don't praise him, number one, a rock is going to take your place. Number two, you're going to stay stuck in that prison for a good long while, if not for forever. But I am thankful not only for a pastor and for his family, but I'm thankful for my family and for a father that at all times he gives God praise. Padre, le doy gracias a Dios por el ejemplo que pones. And again, all glory and honor to God. That's my dad. But let me tell you of a man that is never ashamed or embarrassed of praising God up in public. The job that I work, there are a few of you that go to that school, a lot for Christian school. We have gatherings there to do plays and stuff. We go and the principal will come and, and he will have everyone rise up in reverence to pray. Everyone bow your head, every eye closed. All right, dear Heavenly Father, as he's praying, I kind of open my eyes to see what's going on and kind of observe the atmosphere. I want to see what I'm surrounded in. Any opportunity that I get, if they ever ask me, hey, what, what do you believe in? And I'll, I'll take the opportunity to talk to them and try to witness to them. But as I'm looking around, I see someone with their hands up.
While the rest of them, they are doing, I'm not here to critique, I'm not here to offend or anything. I'm not here to do that. But I'm here to say that there is a man that is not ashamed to praise the Lord, whether it is in public or in private. There's a man that when everyone is, his hands go up. If you, you may ask, why is he not embarrassed? What is he doing? Let me tell you, if you knew his testimony and if you knew what God has brought him out of, he, you would be doing the same that wherever you are, even if it's in a different, anytime you get an opportunity to praise God, anytime, even if you're in a prison, God, you are worthy. God, you are worthy. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. Let me tell you some of the things that he has seen. And I hope one day that we get together and can share our testimonies. But here are some of the things that my father has witnessed through the amazing, powerful work of God. That there was a man on a plane. He fell dead right, right there on the spot. He was dead. He was lifeless. They pronounced him dead on the plane. But my dad looking over and my brother is nudging him. Dad, what are you doing? ¿Qué estás haciendo? My dad's like, I need to go pray for him. He's dead. Yeah. Well, I got a God that can revive him. Get this. The man is right there. And he's trying to get back there. And the flight attendants are like, sir, what are you trying to do? He needs Jesus. I need to get to him. But he's dead already. Let me tell you, when somebody comes by faith and prays for you, just like this prisoner that was dead asleep, God can raise you up just like let me finish my story. My father laid hands on him and said, in the name of the Lord Jesus, at the mention of the name of Jesus Christ, that man arose out of the dead. He had already been dead for a long time. But that's the things that he has seen. And that's the reason. It doesn't matter what setting that man is in. He's going to go. Eres santo. You are holy. Tu eres digno. You are worthy. Te doy gloria. I give you glory. Te doy honor. I give you honor. I don't know what your situation may be, but if you find yourself in a prison, you better be an example. You better start praising. You better start shouting. You better start. While you're at it, revive somebody, grab someone by the hand and say, we're not going to stay stuck in there. We're coming out of this prison. We're coming out of this prison. We're going to come out of this prison with revival. There is nothing too hard for God. If you think that a prison worries God, you're sadly mistaken. As long as you keep praising God. As long as you keep giving God praise. As long as you keep worshiping God. Doors are going to be open. The foundations of the situation are going to be moved. You're an influence. You're a light. You're a light. People everywhere around you are looking to you. 
Pastor, there's been some times where I regret that I was in a situation and I didn't give God all glory and honor. I missed opportunities where I could have been an example and a testimony and grabbed somebody out of that prison. But today's a new day. Today's a new day. If you feel that you've messed up, God ain't done with you. As long as this man has breath in his lung, as long as you got breath in your lungs, you better bless the Lord at all times and be a testimony in the midst of a prison. You may be seated. I'm trying to get to my sermon, so. One of the things that you have got to understand is that when you go through a trial, when you go through the prison, when God leads you into the prison, he, does, he never intends, intend, he doesn't do it so you can stay there. He does it so you can use that as a stepping stone to influence others and to be inspiring and to be a testimony to others. It's about how you perceive things. One of the things is that if you take a look at Daniel, his destiny was never to be in a lion's den and stay there and get eaten up alive. As you can see, the man prayed three times a day. And he kept praying. And he kept praying. Even when they threatened him. Even when they said, we're going to throw you in that prison of lions, in the den of lions. He kept praising. Because he said to himself, I'm going to bless the Lord at all times. God, that's a cool lion. How'd you do that, God? How'd you create him? Hey, come here. I'm going to pet him. Hey, the lion ain't going to touch you. The enemy is like a roaring lion, but he ain't the lion. Jesus Christ is the lion of Judah. So if you find yourself in a den of lions, have your trust in God and bless God at all times. If you find yourself in a prison, give him praise. Give him praise because out of that situation, God's going to bring you out with a great testimony, with a powerful anointing, with a great ministry to influence someone and say, hey, I didn't stay in there, but I came out of there alive. I came out stronger only because I kept blessing the name of the Lord at all times. Joseph's purpose was never to stay in prison, but yet he remained faithful to God. So the purpose of God for his life was to reign and be the second in command over all of Egypt. But had he not been faithful, had he said, you know what, I'm done with this. I've been so faithful. I've been doing everything right. And it seems like there's no way out. I'm here to tell you that hold on just a little bit longer because God is about to show up on the scene. And when God shows up on the scene, there's a shaking in the foundation and doors of opportunity will open up. Doors of healing, doors of restoration, doors of revival. Don't ever go into the prison saying, oh, great, here it goes again. Go into the prison giving God, God glory and honor. There were 12 spies. You all know the story, the 12, spy, the, the 12 spies of Israel. They went and the, Moses sent them to go ahead and spy on the land that the Lord had for them. The Bible says that it was flowing with milk and honey. And 10 of them came back all discouraging with a negative report. Saying there's no way 
no way we can ever conquer this city. There are giants. We're like grasshoppers. But two of them came and said, here's, here's, the, here's the thing. Sometimes some of us, we've been in the prison too long. That we, get, we, we begin to adapt to the prison, to the environment. And we begin to say, well, and nothing's ever going to happen. We start seeing the change rather than what could be the outcome of the situation, which is something greater. These men saw giants, but two of them saw promises that God had in store for them. They saw it as an opportunity. While the rest of them are saying, no, there are giants in the land. They're like, no, there were two of them that came with a positive report. And they're like, Deacon Moses, you got to check out this land. They didn't even pay attention to the giants. But they're like, they got everything. They got a Chick-fil-A. I don't know about you, but the land, we are able to conquer it. We're able to go to it and conquer it. Let me give you a scripture. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 2.36, 36, there was not one city too strong for us. The Lord our God delivered all unto us. Let me tell you, it's time for you to get out of that negativity of a mindset of being in the prison and start looking at the positive and saying, I may be here for a little while, but I'm going to give him all that I can. I'm going to give God everything that I can. I'm going to bless the Lord. I'm going to bless the Lord. I'm going to bless the Lord. There's a, there's a promise that is waiting for me out there. And I'm going to bless the Lord. And while I'm in this prison, I'm going to influence others. I'm going to be a witness. I'm going to be a light to them that have been here for a while. I've heard stories of people receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost at restaurants. One story that I heard not too long ago was people receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost at a Cracker Barrel. A waitress comes and one of the sisters there is like, she notices that she ain't having a good day. And she's like, sweetheart, is everything okay? She starts to break down. And because of one lady that was not ashamed of the gospel of God. She said, can I pray for you? Whew. She should have never done that. Because when she did that, whew, something began to shake in that restaurant. Something began to happen. The, the, the story is that the lady, the waitress received the gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh, and there were a few others that received it. Let me tell you, it's time that the church starts hearing more reports of that nature. Where people are receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost in restaurants. Where people are receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost at an Applebee's. Where people are receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost at a Chick-fil-A. It doesn't matter where you are. Just don't be ashamed to pray over the food. Don't be ashamed to take authority. Don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid to thank you thank you don't be ashamed don't be ashamed when the opportunity presents itself don't be ashamed to give God praise if they say bow your head and let's close our eyes let's go to the Lord in prayer you God I worship you there have been times where my father, I, I, I want to, I, I honestly, I, I envy my dad. But there have been times, that man prays 24-7. I, I could almost guarantee you he prays 24-7. But there's been times that he awakes out of his sleep speaking in tongues. I get up, I'm like, oh, my mom screamed. Something's going on. 
I walk in there, and it's my dad. He'll yell, Santo, and start st speaking in tongues. Santo means holy. And, and I'm like, oh, my word. Wow. And there are sometimes he's at the dinner table, and he's just eating his, uh, his frijoles con arroz, his rice and beans. And he's ripped, Santo, and starts speaking in tongues. He'll do the same in public. He'll do the same while driving. But that's the kind of th thing that I want. That's the kind of thing where I'm not embarrassed, I'm not ashamed. He's been through two, he, that man has been through many situations. And in the hardest times, he's like, Brother Brandon, thank you, God, that you haven't left me. Thank you, God, that you're still with me. Thank you, God, even though that I may have this loss, but I thank you because I know that I can use it for your glory, for your glory, for your glory as a testimony to influence others. That man has had an influence on my life that no matter how hard the situation is, no matter how hard things get, that you always, always give God glory and praise, that you always bless the Lord at all times. I've asked my dad before, Dad, how do you do it? How do, how, how do you stay so positive? How do you do it just to... He said, the secret is prayer. I'm like, yeah, I know. But how do you do it? Well, there's one scripture. Psalms 150. Let everything that hath breath. As long as that man has breath, it don't matter if his father or mother has passed away. But he is still going to give God glory and praise. It doesn't matter if the church seems we have a situation in our hands. But he will always continue to give God glory and honor. I've seen the same thing from our pastor where he's in a situation I didn't even know. But he continues time after time after time giving God glory and honor. And that's what I want to preach to you. That you need to give God all glory and honor don't stay stuck in a prison don't stay don't stay bound to the chains don't be afraid to that at midnight don't be afraid of waking up others you want to wake up others you want to wake up others out of their slumber you want to wake up others and influence them let's stand up to our feet God is getting ready to do a mighty work God is getting ready to do a mighty work. I don't know what your situation may be. But as long as you got breath in your lungs, you need to praise the Lord. As long as you got breath in your lungs, you need to bless the Lord at all times. Again, I will repeat the scripture. The Bible says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. The Bible says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. And here's the neat, the, the cool part about this scripture. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me out of all of my fears. You can be afraid. You can be stuck in a prison. But God's going to deliver. God's going to set you free. He's going to see you through, Brother Lytle. Doesn't matter. God's going to see you through. As long as you're in a prison, if you're going to be in a prison, give God glory. Give God praise. Give God praise. Give God praise. I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times.
the Bible says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. Look how blessed Paul and Silas were. And they got to be. That when they were in a prison, they continued to trust in the Lord. They began to bless the Lord at all times. And look how good God was to them that he opened up doors. If this church can start blessing the Lord at all times, there's no telling what God will do. There's no telling. God will begin to shake the foundations of this church. We'll be... God is going to be... I can't even get the words out of my mouth. But God is going to begin to shake the foundations. He's already begun in my life. He's done it for a long time. He's done it in my family. He's done it in our pastor's family. He can do it for you. He can continue to bless you. He will continue to see you through as long as you keep blessing the Lord at all times. As long as you continue to praise his name. God is going to deliver you out of... I've made up in my mind. The Bible says that nothing, nothing shall separate me from the love of God. It don't matter what it is. Nothing ain't going to separate me from Jesus. Not a devil. Nothing. Nothing's going to stop me from praising. The only person that can stop you from praising God is yourself. You got to make up your mind and say, it doesn't matter how bad things might get. But I'm going to continue to bless the Lord at all times. I'm going to continue to praise God. It, it. There's some people that are waiting on promises. But you have given up because of the prison that you find yourself in. But today, I've come under the unction of the Holy Ghost to tell you that it's time for you to get up and start blessing the Lord. It's time for you to get up and have a breakthrough. One of the cool things... I was reading in that story of the, of the, of the uh, 12 spies. One of them was giving a negative report. One of the dudes says, dude, shut up. We're going to conquer the land. Some of us need to look at the devil up in the eye and say, shut up. I rebuke the devil in Jesus' name. You say, oh, you're stuck. You're stuck. You got cancer. You can't make it. Oh, you got addictions. You can't get out of this. I rebuke the devil in Jesus' name. If you only knew the kind of power that you had inside yourself, the Bible says that ye shall, ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come up. I know that we have already seen a move of God, but there's a double portion waiting for us. And it's up to us if we want to receive a double portion. Right now is the opportunity for us to receive a double portion. Right now is the time for you to praise him. Praise him. Praise your way out of a prison. Praise your way out of the situation. Praise your way out of what you're going through.